0: The first sale that you're going to make is not really money, the first sale is also not the email, the first sale is to pay attention. So you got to sell someone, why should I give you my time? Then, why should I give you my email address so that you can, you know, stay in touch? Only then, the third phase is money, but that's still not the last sale. The last sale that you have to make
1: is retention. This is James Schramkoe. James Schramko here. Welcome back to my podcast, James This is episode 993. We've got Charles Coetzee back. Hey, Charles. Good to hear from you.
0: Hey, James. Great to see you again. Love the shirt. Thanks.
1: Yeah. A uh, bit of a story behind the shirt. Well, I like my Lululemon stuff, right? And uh, I got switched onto that brand by a client of mine, Betty Rocker. Oh, yeah. She's like a fitness health guru in America. She had this fantastic hoodie on sometime. I was talking to her on back then it was Skype. I said, I love that hoodie. Like, I love my hoodies. And she goes, yeah, oh yeah, it's Lululemon. You'd love this stuff. So I went to Lululemon. Anyway, I really like this stuff. I talk about it quite a lot on the show, and I'm still waiting for my merch to be sent from them. <laughs> One day, a fan or a listener is going to connect them to me and say, this guy just keeps talking about you. Anyway, I was in, I was in their store, and I found the shirt, and I thought, this shirt would be great when there is a cyclone swell. Oh, because when the big waves come and it gets pretty crowded around the points here at Noosa, there's a lot of people out there with photography and videography. And I thought it would be pretty good to, you know, when someone takes pictures and puts them all on Facebook, I'd like to find myself in that picture. <laughs> awesome. So i wear the yellow shirt. And I went out. The first cyclone came. I went out, I went out there. I went with our friend, John Lint from Click. Yep. He's staying with me. This was, this was one year ago. And I said, mate, I'll be so easy to find. I'm the guy in the yellow shirt. How many people do you think had a yellow shirt out there that day? It's like <laughs> there was at least a yeah. dozen. like tw- I couldn't believe it. Like How many people are here in the yellow shirt? They've all had the same idea. I'll wear the high-vis shirt so that I can be um, – I think maybe some people also did it so they don't get run over because, you know, drop-ins. Or, oh, sorry, mate, I didn't see you. Oh, sure. They can't say that if you're wearing a high-vis shirt. So Exactly. I don't normally wear it on my podcast, but I'm feeling a little bit uh, high energy today. And also, there may have been an incident uh, with uh, a, a four-year-old uh, and some butter uh, on the other shirt that I was wearing <laughs> <laughs> fairly recently. Awesome. Yeah, I know <laughs> so anyway, that's out of the other way. I'm a, I am actually a normal human and, and life happens. Sorry. So the reason I got you on, we, we want to talk about the idea of customer retention and, and break it down into steps over the customer journey. I like talking to you, Charles, because uh, since I met you at Ryan Levesque's event, uh, we're at a high level mastermind, you're, you're paying him lots of money to learn at a high level. And we had people like Dan Martell in the room and, yeah, and I came and spoke there as well. I knew you had a really good understanding of the marketing, but also the tech. I know you're one of the world's first customers and affiliated service provider for Click, which is my preferred platform. So I've been making referrals to you for some of my clients who I want to get them looked after properly because people say, oh, is there a service provider who can look, you know, just do the click stuff for me? I know it's easy to use and everything else, but you've taught me to have a team or to hire a service provider. Yeah, Like don't get too bogged down. And I say, oh, absolutely. I think Charles the guy. And uh, I've sent them over and you're just doing all your magic in the background and you can integrate with other suppliers, which is great, or you can handle most of it yourself, which is even better. Yeah, But in that, I want you to talk about from the perspective of the typical person listening to this podcast already has an online business, probably has a couple of products or more for sale, may have a small team, is trying to do that balancing act between traffic, conversions, content, delivery, et cetera. If we could break it down into the the steps that you've seen as as you approach it with a whiteboard. I mean, when you brief a client, you say, okay, tell me what you got. What are you doing? Yeah. Now you use this process to map out what has to happen next and what to build. And I'd love you to share that today.
0: Yeah, no, Tony. Well, thanks for the warm intro. And yeah, it's great to connect with you again. And um, one thing I really value in this digital space of ours is when you actually have relationships that you've met people in real life and also that goes back a couple of years. You know, that's really amazing. So we met in Austin. Um, I spent some time with John in um, Bangkok and as well Puerto Rico. So it's just nice to meet in person. It's just like the difference between a dial-up connection and like high-speed broadband. That's the way I liken it. So it's awesome to be speaking again today. Yeah. Well, funny thing is, I think your shirt is actually a great talking point because, you know, in today's day and age, so many people are pivoting, right? Looking for a ways, what I call this, the wisdom economy that you can package your knowledge, experience, expertise, and services and actually sell that and make a living of that. And um, it's totally possible. You coach a lot of people, some of the most successful people around. So we've seen all first-hand experience but as things kind of grow, it becomes more and more crowded. So the question is, how do you stand out to actually uh, get someone to pay attention to you? And not just pay attention, but how do you take that attention, which is really the new oil? so to speak, in our current day economy, because when you can get someone to actually sit down, listen to you, pay attention, that is worth its weight in gold, but only if you have a, a complete model for that. So I always thought to myself, well, what would those four big steps be? If those are like your big stepping stones, we want to get to the one side of the river to the other side, what would that be? And it's actually quite simple. There's, for The four phases, the way I look at it is awareness, consideration, conversion and retention okay so if we were to break those down awareness that's our story in the beginning is like how do people notice you? you've got that awesome yellow shirt but if a bunch of other people have a yellow shirt well then it becomes a little bit more tricky right
1: exactly it becomes commoditized and now you're just one of the many people in a yellow shirt <laughs> exactly For like a, a black wetsuit and a white surfboard in san diego one of a thousand Exactly.
0: That's so true. And the fact of the that that's kind of what the internet space is like. How do we stand out these
1: days? I reckon you just throw on a South African accent to start with, grow a bit of a beard and wear a trucker cap <laughs> and you've you've got your thing. <laughs> totally, yeah.
0: That is definitely a point of differentiation. So um, the accent definitely gets a, a lot of attention and people often joke with me. They said, if I lived in America, I'd be an African-American because I'm from Africa, but living in America. Well, I guess Elon Musk is an African-American for that matter.
1: (laughs) There you go.
0: Yeah. So it just comes down to that awareness at the end of the day, because you need to get people to pay attention. So that can happen in the old days. Back in the day, you'd throw up Google AdWords and you'd get a click and you can immediately send them to your page and they'd buy your stuff. Over time, traffic has become a bit more tricky Obviously, um, you know, we all know Facebook and, you know, the way that you kind of have to jump through groups, they're removing um, targeting options. So traffic is becoming harder and harder, but there's still a way to make it worth in order to get that awareness, that attention. And one thing that you see often is you look at some big YouTubers, millions of subscribers, great content, but they don't quite have the business model to actually turn that attention and that awareness into a proper business. Yes, they get ad revenue, they get brand deals and those kind of things, but you don't own the race course to use your language. And so I want to look at once you have that critical mass or at least just some attention, You know, once people can find you, where do you send them? So that's job one is you need to get your traffic source. Either you're going to pay for traffic or you do some content marketing. You look at someone like yourself. This is going to be episode 993. How many people were able to sustain the podcast for that duration of time?
1: We'll find out. I've asked people listening to submit an audio or a video if they have been listening for the whole time and to share their sort of memories or highlights or any thoughts or reflection. There are a couple of people, I think I've counted about five, who say they've listened to every episode. I have to commend them. It's, uh, I've, I've been there for all the episodes and it's a pretty long run.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that is to be celebrated because if you just pick a niche and you can show up and you can deliver value, And you can be yourself because the James Schramko can't be commoditized. There's only one James Schramko.
1: Which is a big reason I went to my personal brand. Totally. And I think just to sort of leverage on what you were saying before, you've got the influencers and the YouTubers and the famous creatives who get a lot of attention, but then they don't know how to actually monetize it. So they have a lot of noise, but not a lot of signal when it comes to the monetization. Then you've got people like me who came to it, from the complete other end of the spectrum. I've got the thing to sell, but no one knows I exist, right? Sure. I'm on the other bank of the river to them, but we're both on the other side of the river to where we want to be or where we need to, we, we need to be able to join it. Exactly. And so whichever side of the river you're starting on, this is very important. If you've already got the thing to sell, you need to know how to get the attention. And if you don't know what to sell, but you've already got the attention, you need to know how to move it. So this bridge, so to speak, will be a really interesting thing to piece together.
0: Yeah, no, you're so right. And um, I think one way to kind of make it a bit more visual for people, if you think of that first stepping stone, which is awareness and attention, if we do to have a graphic, just think of eyeballs. Your goal with that stage is to get eyeballs. You can either buy them or you can create content, you do a podcast, you write a book, whatever it is that you do in terms of value, that's your starting point. So eyeballs is the goal. Now once you've gotten those eyeballs, our next graphic we want to have in our mind is a little envelope, which is emails, to your language owner raise score. So Once you've gotten all this attention of people that can see what you're about, what you stand for, what you can help them with, how you can articulate their problems, and they connect with you, right? Like we connected when we talked surfing in in Austin, right? So that's Mm -hmm. very important to connect with that initial connection awareness. But once that is there, how do you stay in touch with those people, number one, on a platform that you own? And that's where Click enters the party because now you have opt-in pages that someone can go to and sign up to your mailing list or for a lead magnet or for whatever the case may be, but there's additional value so we can deepen this conversation. So your goal for the consideration part is where someone says, Well, I, I dig this guy, I like his book, I like his podcast, I like his YouTube channel. I'd like to get more. Right? We all know when you have that feeling like when you caught your first open face wave, mm-hmm. you're hooked. You want more, right? And that mm-hmm. feeling you kinda of want to get a similar thing with your customers. So now once you've gotten an email, click makes it super easy for you. You can not only capture the emails, but you can tag people accordingly. Like this person came from a video about traffic or that person came from a video about content creation. So you can also be smart with adding some segmentation to um, you know, the way that you capture emails, even as a quiz functionality built in, all those kind of cool things. So now you've built your list. You've captured that attention to the next phase. So now what happens? Well, you've got to deepen that connection via email and that's really just messaging, right? You've got this email address now, How do you keep delivering on your value? And that is kind of the marketing. And like Peter Drucker said, the aim of marketing is to make selling superfluous. And if you can market to people and show them how you can help them by actually helping them, number one, and show them that you understand their problems and so forth, they're going to keep paying more attention. You're going to pull them in, which then takes you to that third step, which is conversion. This icon here will be your dollar sign. That's where we're going to exchange the value that I create for monetary value that you pay for that. And the value has to be lopsided in your customer. They've got to be feeling, man, I'd be a fool not to pay hundred dollars for this training that's gonna help me get that outcome and solve that problem. Or I'd be a fool not to join this mastermind for X dollars because I'm gonna get way more value out of that. But in that case, we need to understand two things. What do you offer? So what do you sell them? And then how do you sell it? So obviously the how is you can have a sales page, you can have a webinar, you can have a challenge, you can have, you know, any of these funnels, but at its core. That is where the automation gets leveraged again. So with Click, if you're going to run a challenge, you can, you know, build all of your pages. Oh, man, I love that one click where you just um, click a
1: button. The campaign builder. Campaign, yeah. Brilliant, yeah. You just decide how, what do you want to have made, and you just click on it. <laughs> exactly. So I love, I love that. It builds it, and the difference between that and a lot of the other page builders is that it actually already links the pages correctly. Totally. And you can pre-fill it with a sort of a template that you just type over. And yeah, that's a great starting point. It's like a lot of people are still on their starting point with the first iteration of their business and doing just fine. Later on, if you want, and this is where the customization is good and this is the yellow t-shirt part, a lot of course creators are just using all the same platform, right? They're all using – Yeah. Uh, I won't even name them, but there are platforms where you can go and load your course up, but every single customer is getting exactly the same usability and experience and colors and, and layouts and fonts. Yeah. You can heavily customize with Click. Right. So you can now turn it into your own version. I, I know that's where you've been specializing in taking someone's bog-standard installation and then making it uh, – like doing the design or working in with their design or their color palette or brand guidelines and making it special. Exactly. Which is also what what we did with my own membership. My team has done exactly what sort of stuff that your business does and that's customized the look and feel and the way that we want it laid out and the way that we want people to use the membership. I'm so glad it does that because already I think we're up to about six or seven months of the changeover for my membership And I've already moved a couple of things around, some subtle changes. I've asked for a few extra features to be able to do the things that I need it to be able to do to get the results for my members. And a lot of them are just boxes. Like one of the best ones ever is the one where if your customers don't log in, you can say, hey, after this many days, add this tag to somebody and they'll start off on a sequence which in my case is a follow-up sequence i'm like hey i'm, lo- I'm looking for my lost customer right yeah have you seen them somewhere like is everything okay and uh bring people back and that one feature that really helps uh probably step number four which we'll talk about in a minute
0: yeah no totally you're so right so because the first sale that you're going to make is not really money the first sale is also not the email, the first sale is to pay attention. So you gotta sell someone, why should I give you my time? Then, why should I give you my email address so that you can, you know, stay in touch? Only then, the third phase is money, but that's still not the last sale. The last sale that you have to make is retention. And that's one of the things I love about you, James, being around for so long. You're one of those marketers, number one, you've been around, you get high praise from all the, the big guys out there, and you're, a, you're believing in integrity and you want to deliver the transformation, that's why you've requested that feature, right? Because you want people, once they've bought, to be able to experience the transformation that your marketing and sales process promised.
1: Yeah, it's why I send uh, an email every week to members to say, hey, this is what's, you know, because... I want them to use the thing they've bought. I don't want to hide and and wait until they change credit card to discover what they've been paying for, right? This is an actual strategy of some membership owners is pray that the customer doesn't remember this subscription, right? And that doesn't sit well with my values. I want people to get great results and I want them to feel good about it. I like this saying that I've thought about. um, I think I heard it somewhere else and I'm not sure where, but it was that retention is a function of relationship and results. Yeah, And I really like that concept because I want the relationship. I want to have a great relationship with the people I'm working with. That's what fulfills me. Yes. And if they get a result, that's really the yes or no answer as to whether I've done a good job or not. Yeah. They get a result. Yes. They didn't get a result. No. And so I'll take that responsibility and I want people who invest in me, or let's say I want people who invest in themselves via me, to get the result that they've invested in. That's very important to me. Yeah. And so the retention is really the critical factor if you have any kind of membership. But I will, I will address this. There are people who sell one-time things and they think, well, yes. how could I possibly have retention? Like a flower shop or someone selling guitar lessons or whatever. They might think, well, they've already bought my thing. I'll just give them life, lifetime access and I'm not sure what else I could sell. Yeah. But there are certainly ways that you can build in repeat sales to those sort of businesses that uh, some things you don't realize could be on subscription actually can yeah certainly anything in a moving market or anything where it expires like like flowers for example Yeah. some people like might like flowers delivered every single month i get coffee delivered every single month on a subscription yeah which normally i would have just purchased one at a time if i'm at a coffee shop or a, you can't get good coffee in the supermarket well, you couldn't until now, but yeah, those subscriptions just automatically happen and they make your life just amazing when they work. For sure. So what would you say to that point about step number four, is it only for subscription memberships or do you see other angles as well?
0: No, I definitely you see other angles as well. Obviously, number one, if you can do subscription, do it because now you can have a longer path that you can walk with someone, which means you can deliver a bigger result. And that's why I love what you say, retention is relationship and results. So totally that's obvious. But if you only sell one-time things, first of all, once you have these customers, make sure that they get their result. Mm. And then you need to have an email in your sequence. Number one, like you say, consume the stuff. But once they've done it, your goal should be get a testimonial for two reasons. Reason number one, to actually do a check mark and be able to sleep well at night, knowing that you receive money in greater value than what you've delivered, transformation. That's great feeling, number one. But number two, those testimonials now actually go back into the previous step your conversion step so then you actually don't have to be so salesy you can just say yes like john colton our mutual friend here's what i've got here's what i'll do for you is what you got to do next and you can just say well don't take my word for it look at all these other people what results that they've received so number one if you never want to sell anything else those testimonials will help you to get more sales and it will make you feel good about your model that you're delivering results
1: I guess you could also charge more or sell to people who pay for bigger solutions.
0: Yeah. I always think of like, do it yourself, done with you and done for you. So that doesn't always work in those markets, in all markets, but a do it yourself, you just buy a course, you go through it in your own time. A done with you can be a consultation, coaching type of thing where we can do it together. And a done for you is where I just do everything for you. Now, obviously, those prices can go from $100 to $1,000 to $10,000. So there's an exponential growth in the way more that you can charge. So that's one thing. You can increase your prices, which allows you as a business owner more leverage to deliver a result. And at the same time, if you have customers, ask them what else they need help with. Because now you can go ahead and make products based on they told you, well, I love this result. You really helped me get great copy. Um, if you can help me um, for my sales funnel, can you maybe help me? to use the same copy button traffic or whatever. So you can see what else there are, number one, so that you can maybe create that product, or if you know of another service provider or a course creator, whatever, that you use the products yourself, you can go ahead and promote that, right? Like we use Click, we promote it for our clients. If someone buys us through our link, we get some money out of that. So I now know I can, with full confidence, recommend that to somebody, so they get value ongoing. The Click owners, as we you know, gets value and money. And then the, we get a, um, a commission on the back end. So I love win-win-win.
1: Yeah, I feel a lot more comfortable with a recurring subscription software than when I pay a small fee one time. I've, I'm very skeptical that they'll support it, that they'll stay around. That uh, So I'm, I know that that's how it works and I'm okay with that. Because almost anything useful, you know, like a phone subscription or an internet thing that I plan on continuing to use, they're going to keep getting paid yeah i'd also i need to know this is very important I'm, I'm asking this on behalf of my team what is the icon we want for step number four what's the visual icon
0: <laughs> yeah there's actually two visual icons so visual oh. icon number one is just like a smiley face with the hearts as eyes right your yeah. customer is happy they got the result and then that one dollar sign becomes two dollar signs like, right so um now you can actually go in and just that's how you build a business.
1: Because I know they will be wondering, how am I going to illustrate this? So I haven't, haven't got the, the icons. So yeah, yeah. I'm sure they're going to very lovingly edit this video up uh, on you know where we put it on YouTube What's and on our site at episode 993 with the icons. And we'll, we'll do a little transcription as well. Also, I need to know, Charles, if someone was listening to this and they think, oh, this guy knows what he's talking about and I use Click and I feel like it'd be great to have someone do some stuff for me. Where do they get in touch with you?
0: Yeah, no, we'd love to chat with those folks. Um, So there's two ways that you can go and get in touch with us. You can go to JBay Studios, which is short for Jeffrey's Bay, jbaystudios.com. Uh, that's our current site. You can get in touch with us there. And then we are actually creating a new site where we're going to demo all the, the glory that Click can provide for you and show you and also give some training to show you actually how do you do all these things. So, you know, if you just want to go and learn about that and, and then apply it into Click, you can do that. So we're making a new brand for that with my partner, which is called bringcashandcoffee.com, which is a little fun brand, just bringcashandcoffee.com, and and then that's the way you can go ahead and just get all these things taken care of and really build a business that you know you can sleep well at night, that you're making an impact in people's lives, you're helping folks out, and ultimately, we're going to look at those four steps, but then that thing that makes you stand out is that building a brand around that throughout all the steps, and that you've got automation, and you've got all the four customer journey steps, but did you building a brand? like? And that's why I love that you went to Jam Shramko as your brand, even Super Fast Results spoke about your value of getting people results. But now when you say Jam Shramko and I see your podcast uh, logo, the microphone, the surfboard and the, the waves, yeah. it just, it makes it easier to connect because your brand as a voice which is both visual and verbal. So we're looking at all these kind of things. That is how you build a
1: business that will last, a business that makes an impact. And mostly hard to replace. Yes. <laughs> except for except for these bandits on Facebook that keep stealing my pictures oh, and setting up as my name.
0: Yeah. The and worst. then
1: contacting my customers, sending them private messages with special gifts and offers and bitcoins and stuff. I, I'll never do that, right? If you listen to this yeah. and you got an email from someone that looks like me, That's not me. Yeah. And you can see they've got zero posts. They started in January, 2023. I have reported this account five times. Yes. I've asked anyone who tells me about these messages to report it yet. Facebook have still left it up. Now it's going on for seven weeks. Wow. And I can see their latest activity like minutes ago, hours ago. So What gives Facebook meta? Get on it. That's outrageous. But, but, you know, if you slap our account and stop us running ads with no reason, and then we go and set up another account, you shut it down before we finish the last digit of our credit card. (laughs) So it seems like, um, oh, but coincidentally, you can pay a subscription now and get a blue check and not get cloned.
0: Yeah, I think that's the one it's worth paying that because uh, we have another client that we do uh, like uh, social media stuff for and they run giveaways. Then these guys create fake accounts with like one Ugh. letter misspelling and then Letless. they tell people you want, you just got to pay. Yeah. So we'd happily pay that money just to avoid the hassle of reporting all those people. And um, But you know what? That's one way that you can stand out in this day and age is just actually doing business you're proud of. and delivering great value, and then no one else can copy you. Well,
1: the thing that stood out for me is I actually know most of my customers. I've sent an email offering my clients a free session with uh, one of my partners who's doing some research right now, and we'll actually listen to them. They'll tell them the problem, and he'll give them a solution. And I sent the email out, and his calendar just got booked out, like, like booked out. And he said, right, I've got these calls coming up. Can you, you know, give me some background uh, to help me help them better? And I know all the names. I know all of them. Okay. I, know, I know where they live. I know what they do. I've, I know where they're businessing. i I've dealt with them for years. And I love that level of relationship. So I think if people were less obsessed with step number one yeah. and trying to get vanity metrics and more focused on step number four, which is where I've always been focused, I'm, I really measure everything by retention like how long? And I have had customers for 12 years. Sure. I could always improve, number one. That's, that's true. I've just had somebody join my program who saw me speak 14 years ago. Wow. How's that? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I spoke at an event. He was on the sound desk. And there was two people on the sound desk. One person joined. And it's been in my program for about eight or nine years. Wow. So he took a couple of years to join. His wife or partner joined. And he's in a high-level program of mine. But the other sound desk guys finally just said, okay, yeah, I'm in. 14 years is my record. (laughs) Yeah, that's amazing. So play the long game. That's a big lesson there. You know, all that says to me is maybe I could market a bit better, like Peter Drucker said. We should do better marketing. So I've changed it to my personal brand. I'm putting myself out there more on the, the socials. I'll absolutely use those social platforms to let people know I exist. Yes. And to share education and to hopefully get them a result in advance of even payment. Yes. If you listen to enough of my podcasts, you'll get a result somewhere. For well, sure. If you listen to Charles, do what he says, go and map out your four steps. He, he said it there, what is it, eyeballs, it's email symbols, it's dollar signs, and then it's happy customers with a heart and double dollar signs. Is that right? That's right, pretty much exactly. So you just do that and you've got the system. You do it on a good platform that's supported. I tell you what I do like Charles is that we have power users now. We've got me on the platform, we've got some of my heavy-hitting clients, we've got you've been on that platform for way longer than all of us and your clients and as a developer as well, yeah. when you and I find things that people need and then we ask for it and it gets done, that's what pushes this program forward. Don't- just a few solid users who have a great relationship can move the product forward faster than catering to the masses. Yeah. And it should be worth saying, this product that we're talking about, Click, it's not designed for the masses. There's plenty of programs out there for the masses. Yeah. This is the Mercedes-Benz product in the market. The high quality does a good job That's and it's got all the things you need. So I'm glad that you're supporting it. I appreciate it. I hope your new website goes well. We'll put links to it in episode 993. Awesome. Um, also, I'd be interested if you want to come back and share some more insights that you've learned along you know, working with clients where you've already described the first one. So now I know if a client comes to you, you're going to say, okay, well, tell me about how you get customers. Tell me about how, um, once they find out about you, how do you communicate with them? Then tell me about what you're selling with these people and then tell me how you're nurturing and growing that sale into a future sale, an extra sale or additional sale. Are you capturing testimonials? Yeah. Are you building an email database? Are your funnels, you know, streamlined? Show me your in-funnel analytics, which obviously the platform can do. Show me what's coming in the front door and how it progresses through to the different products. Yeah. Show me uh, you know, do you have automations in place to capture people who don't log in anymore? Because it's all able to do that. Do you ask people to refer people for you know an extra bonus download because it can do that? Yep. Do you split test two different offers because it can do that? Yep. Do you use the app function so that people can use your site on the phone because it can do that as well? I mean, yeah. hiring people who know how the platform can work in the best case scenario is the fast track to success. So totally. thank you for everything you're doing, Charles.
0: No, that's awesome, James. Thanks so much for having me. And um, yeah, I love talking about this stuff and even more, mm-hmm doing this stuff because that um, when you see the results, not just your Stripe notifications or PayPal notifications, but getting heartfelt testimonials from people, man, that feels good because ultimately we know that if you keep doing good, you're going to be rewarded for that. And um, that ultimately, like you said, the log game, that's how you're going to build a brand and that's how you're going to build something that people cannot copy because they can't copy that process and that attention to detail and that the fact that you care about your market. So I love that you represent all those values. And yeah, thanks so much for having me. And I look forward to coming back and chatting about more of these um, awesome things and building a brand, building a business and really just making a difference and making waves. Let's call it like that. (laughs)
1: Love it. Great way to end. Thanks, Charles.
0: Awesome. Cheers, James. Bye, guys.
1: Hey, so my podcast is coming up to episode 1000. And I'm wondering if you want to be a part of it. So my team have sent me this thing here, sort of asked them to put together. What I want to hear about, if you've been listening to my podcast over any length of time, have you had a success from it? Have you had an insight from it? Did you have a favorite guest? Was there one soundbite you heard that had a big profound impact in some way in your life or business? Do you just have any general comments or thoughts? that you would like to share that will go out into this episode. So my team are collecting a couple of audios and videos. You could use Loom like I'm recording this on or send audio if you prefer or a private YouTube video, or whatever. I'd be keen to get you to, to send some special memory of the podcast to my team. If you send it to support at com. Keep it short, please. Just keep it under a minute or two minutes. And we might be able to include that in the episode 1000 and uh, have a celebration around this uh, show. Thank you so much. This is James Schramko.